Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. I am Valerie Malone, Life Coach, Motivational Speaker. Real Talk Podcast is aimed to empower you to grow, learn, and create a life you love on your own terms. In this podcast, we bring experts worldwide to talk about their experience around health, relationship, career, and money mindset. Each episode, experts share their success stories and provide strategies, tools, and techniques you can apply in your life to solve in a specific issue that you may be facing. Be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment so more wonderful people like you can listen to this podcast. Today, my special guest is Chrisanne. Chrisanne goes by name Coach Rofo. Coach Rofo has a 21 years of experience in the educational system. As an MS and HS mathematic teacher and athletic coach, she holds a dual certification as a health and master transformational life coach from the Health Coach Institute. As a health life coach, her passion is to work with parents who has lost their mojo in the midst of parenting. Her mission is to help them find their motivation and self-joy to tap into their me among we and press go on finding a self-vibrancy through optimizing their health and well-being. We welcome you, Coach Rofo. I know your name is Chrisanne and um, you go by Coach Rofo. Thank you so much for taking time and being here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, so I'm going to jump into the first question and I'm going to ask you, as I always ask every of a special person that I bring to this podcast, um, I did a, an amazing introduction for you, uh, but in your own word, tell us who you are and what do you do? Um, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm Coach Rofo, Chrisanne Roselet Foso, um, and I'm a health and life coach. I guide CEO moms over 40 to reconnect with their inner mojo and create a unified family work balance. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, the part that I like about this introduction that you saying, uh, CEO mom that are trying to get a, um, life balance. Now you're a health and life coach. When you say, um, life and work balance, how is that apply? How is that goes? How, what people think of that when they like, their mom, their entrepreneurs, they're working around and their CEOs and they're like mixed up in this, uh, keep doing things, it never stops. How can they find a balance? What they can do to get that, that I'm a CEO, but I also can find a balance. Because a lot of entrepreneurs believe that they cannot, that you know, either you have to work a lot or you have to like completely like not work and take care of your family. Is there such thing to that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of was in that boat myself you know, I, I had kids at a later age. I became a mom in my 40s. Um, so I'd kind of lived, you know, a single carefree life through my 20s and 30s. I live and teach, lived and teached overseas um, 
as an educator. And so I was, you know, teaching and traveling and um, kind of being my own CEO of my life at that time. And so when I became a parent, it was a big shift for me to, you know, find that balance between parenting and my professional career, which, you know, as an overseas teacher at a, you know, high-end international school, it was quite demanding in terms of, of the, the load and I was coaching sports. So, um, you know, just being able to find that balance between, you know, being a good mom and a good wife and also trying to pursue, you know, at that time, my passions. I mean, I'm currently there as well, but transitioning out um, of education into coaching. But yeah, to find that, find that balance was, was difficult and it was kind of just stepping back and really looking at what was important in my life. Um, family being, you know, number one for me. And obviously, you know, my career and making money was important as well, for sure. But I wanted to, to find the love of how I could balance that with my family. So doing that, you know, stepping back and looking at the most important things in my life and then finding a way to kind of declutter all the other things that, that weren't important, sometimes saying no to, you know, to things that were coming up, not always saying yes to every, you know, opportunity to volunteer for this or that. Um, and just really finding that, finding that balance. I love that. Yeah. Saying no to, to some, uh, others to say yes to yourself. But, um, so what made you feel inspired to, you know, pursue this path? Because I know your education, like you, you, you teach, but now you're a coach and, um, you became a mother in a uh, later age. Uh, how did, did you go from, you know, being a teacher and wanted to be coach? What inspired you to do that? You know, I've always had a passion to serve others. Um, I love teaching. I love working with, with kids. But coaching has always been where I was kind of in my full element. You know, I've been a, an, an athlete myself my whole life. I was a soccer player all growing up and then went on to play collegiate soccer. And after that, I pursued semi-professional soccer um, in California and played there for for a season and then when I was living <laughs> I was living um there just subletting from a friend of my sister's and so when summer ended and I didn't have a place to live I uprooted myself and went to Colorado and that's where I lived for 10 years and it was there that I started kind of pursuing a, a passion for kickboxing and got into that realm and actually was a professional kickboxer in the U.S. for for eight years before I moved overseas um, but always having that passion to you know push myself to my ultimate potential and you know through all of the coaches that I had in my life um, from you know my collegiate soccer coach and my my kickboxing coach and just those mentor you know my coaches and mentors that helped me see you know my full potential and see myself at a level that, you know, at the time I didn't necessarily, I mean, I knew I was capable, but it was, it was their belief in me and their vision of me that helped, helped me step into that vision myself. And so, you know, as a, as an, as a coach for kids at my school, um, you know, soccer and track are the two sports that I coach and just 
every time I'm out on the, on the track, I'm currently coaching right now, um, you know, out on the track field and encouraging them as they run their 400s and just helping them to see past their own, you know, limits or the, the mental limits that they feel in terms of their ability to push themselves. Um, I've just always wanted like to, a to born yeah. a coach. <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a born coach. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you mentioned that uh, you said something about, you know, your coaches and your mentor inspire you to uh, bring up that potential you have. So back in the days, coaching was not really popular. Every time you say coach to someone, they automatically um, goes to athletes like, okay, a soccer coach or a football coach or something mm. like that. So life coach and health coach and spiritual coach and self-love coach was really not as, um, you know, popular as it is these days. People more mm. like when you say, I'm a coach, so people are like, what type of coach but back then it was coaching was associated to a sport some type of a sport yeah. and yeah. the fact that you from from a younger age working with your coaches you realize that coaching is not just about physical but also about the mindset as well to bring your potential correct yeah absolutely um and that's when you know that's kind of where my passion lies is you know i've like i said i've been an athlete all of my life but um, through my own personal development and one of, um, you know, through the mentors that I've had, I've seen and lived that idea of, you know, when you get your inner game right, your outer game, you know, follows. And, you know, part of that was maturity and, and growing into that, you know, as a young athlete and then eventually as an adult. But, yeah, seeing, seeing that full potential is something that has to start from the inside and, and changing that mindset and really starting to believe fully in, in that vision that, you know, you're wanting to step into. For me, it was, you know, as a kickboxer at the time, and now it's, you know, believing in my ability to live this liberated life um, as a coach and a mom and, you know, helping others to find that balance for themselves to have that you know, professional career and be that amazing CEO that they want to be, but also be their own chief executive officer in, in their own life for themselves, you know, yeah. as an, as a woman for, you know, as a mother, as a wife, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer that there are no limits in life, only the ones we create. So we can, Absolutely. we can live our, live our passions. Um, but it's a matter of figuring out what those passions are. Some people, you know, are living a life of, I think I should, or someone tells me I should be this way. And so I should be. And, and that was me for a long time, you know? Um, so stepping back and really having an authentic conversation with yourself about who it is that you want to be and, and what is the life that you, you know, if, if you had a magic wand, you know, it's a question I pose to my clients, you know, in our first session is if, if there were no limits, right. If there were, if you had no, no restrictions on life and, you know, no money restrictions, nothing like what would your life look like and let them just dream big for a minute and then help them realize that that's a vision that they could actually make a reality if they desire it. First and foremost, let me tell you something. I, that question is a very, very heavy question because a lot of time, in our head, we want stuff and we say, yeah, I want to do this and I want to do that. Like you said, we have it in our head. But when you say if you had to had a magic wand and money was no object and you had all the time 
in the world, what would you do? Knowing that what that we want sometimes is hard to figure out because mm-hmm. a lot of time we trained to worry about how, right? So we just yeah. look at the how pattern and go, okay, uh, wow, it's too hard. I don't have the money or I do this. But once you really sit down, like you said, if you say, okay, no money, uh, if you did had all the money or all the time, what would you do? That's when you really uh, connect with your inner self and realize, wow, I don't even know who I am and what I want. It's a very heavy question to ask someone mm-hmm. if they really want. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. Also, you said something about um, your inner game and then you can you know, fix you out of game in the world. Like, Tell us a little bit about the inner game within us. We are our worst enemy. If somebody's listening to you right now and say, Coach Rofo, I really love what you're saying. You know, I'm a CEO. I really want to get my life in shape. I want to know who I am. But, you know, that's just me saying to myself, but it's not easy to do. So what does that mean to get your inner game right? Yeah, I mean, you know, your inner game starts with with your mindset and that belief in yourself in terms of your abilities and for me it's kind of you know I I take my clients back to sort of our you know we look at the big areas of life which you know our health money relationships their career their calling and then spirituality or connection with that which is greater Um, and starting to look at in those five areas of life where are they feeling flat or feeling feeling that unbalance. So first finding the focus of, of the imbalance and then um, kind of stepping into their six streams as well. The six streams of positivity um, being sleep, movement, nutrition, connection, um, quiet time, and then kind of clear thinking or decluttering pieces of their life. So breaking it down to the simple pieces um, and starting to look at, okay, where are my ratings at in each of these, you know, areas of positivity and starting to find the focus of, of where those ratings are low. You know, that's what I did for myself in terms of starting to look at my inner game and change that mindset because you have to find the focus of, of where the, you know, where the negativity lies or where the, the imbalance lies before you can, can make that change. So having a structure of how to identify those areas and then, you know, with their coach, um, cause it is, you know, something hard to do. I have a coach myself and, you know, I, through all of my coaching courses, I have, you know, had mentors and coaches and, um, it's definitely not something that you can do on your, I mean, you could do it on your own, I suppose, but if everybody could do it on their own, they would be doing it. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. and that's, that's my belief. You know, one of my, my favorite sayings is, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, but that doesn't stop when we grow up. Um, you know, we all still need a village and it's that support community, you know, and that's what, what having a coach is all about is somebody who's, you know, a number one believer in, in where it is that you're trying to go and helping you find a path to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So did you have like a, a moment in your life that, you know, everything was going your way? Like you said, you were your own CEO of your own life, which we all are. I, I, I feel like women are like in general CEO because mm. they wear, we wear so many hats, you know, being a mother, being <laughs> a, a wife or a husband or a partner or however it is. It's just so much. Now, it, yeah. was there a moment in your life that you were doing your thing, everything was going fine. And all of a sudden you said to yourself, huh, 
let me sit back and think about this, that I wanted to like change some of the stuff. Like you said, you get rid of some negative and then step into that potential and then decide to move forward and become a coach and teach uh, CEO moms about their health, about their life, about the balance and things that keeping them to be really who they are. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was sort of a, an ongoing process. I think even, you know, before I had kids, like I said, I, you know, got married and had children, um, kind of started that family life later in my life. Um, but even, even in my single time, I was kind of, you know, I was happy where I was at. I was kind of living, you know, a great life publicly, but inside, you know, I was having kind of these struggles, you know, at the time it was, you know, honestly relationship struggles and kind of, you know, I think there was a part of me that was trying to find Mr. Right, but sometimes it became Mr. Right now sort of thing. Um, so finding that that balance for myself as an individual and then, you know, so for me, it was an ongoing process for sort of getting right with myself and connecting with me individually. And then, you know, once I, I found my amazing husband and, you know, we got married and that process of having kids, it was kind of we got married, then we had a, a daughter a year later, we moved countries and we had our son, like it's been a, a whirlwind of awesome and crazy all in one. But it was kind of after I had had my son or when I was pregnant with my son um, was when I really started, you know, I was in the middle of my own personal development and really diving into my own inner game um, mindset shift um, is when I realized that coaching was really my true calling, what I wanted to do. And it was then that I, I was feeling that shift to, you know, that voice inside was starting to shout, like, you need to be a coach, you need to be helping others, you know, fully to step into their own potential. Um, not just in like, not just the outer game, not just the sports and fitness, because that's, you know, a big passion of mine. And a big piece of my pro program is the physical you know, people that are desiring that um, physical adjustment as well, but right. it really, to, to sustain that, it has to come from inside and that inner game. So yeah, it was, I would say it was when I was, you know, kind of pregnant with my son. It was right after I had him. I had him in May um, of 2020, right in the midst of the start of COVID. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was in June that I enrolled in the the health and life coach program through um, health coach institute and started pursuing that that passion to to really step into that desire that i was that was kind of burning inside of me to make a shift wow that's like yeah. a, this is, that, that's so amazing now i personally know you and and i've seen you you're an amazing coach and you have so much credential you're a teacher you're like you said do the sport and you your life and the fact that you just said that you know getting married having your daughter traveling going around and then having your son in the midst of all of that alone is such a uh vision for a lot of women that are sitting listening right now that despite what you still did it you still pay attention to that voice inside voice of yours and said hey i, I have a passion for this and i want to do this and you're doing it and you're doing such an amazing job so mm -hmm. if i have to ask you for for the listeners that are listening right now who are your clients and how do they feel when they come to you what are the present states that they have that they wanted to get out of it and wanted to be someone else or, or better themselves yeah i mean my you know my clients are 
are those CEO moms who, you know, are elite women in business or professional life or just in their life in general. Um, you know, it could be that stay at home mom as well, who's, you know, dealing with all of the, the hats that she's wearing that, but those women that are really, you know, high performers, the go-getters individually, and that same sort of thing, you know, like I was, it's, they look great publicly, like they've, they're juggling all this stuff and they have it all together and they're leaders. Um, but inside they're feeling, you know, that lack of balance or that lack of self, self-focus or self-love. So they're amazing CEOs to everyone else and for everyone else, but they've kind of inwardly lost that sight um, of being their own chief executive officer. Right, right. Now, um, I know you're here now and now you have um, learned a lot about yourself, about your life and took the step to come and, and accomplish all of these things and becoming a coach. But I'm sure it wasn't easy. If for somebody's mm-hmm. listening right now, a mom staying home and listening to you and wanted to become uh, entrepreneur and, and having a kids and doing, or maybe like, you know, he, she was CEO, she gave up her job to become a mother and now she wants to start all over again. I'm sure it wasn't that easy. You had your own obstacle that you had to face before getting and being where you are now. How can we overcome that? And how can we push ourselves and say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to take that next step. And, and like you said, start with myself and my mindset and start working to pursue my passion. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, for me, it's just, it's 1% at a time, you know, especially as a parent and, you know, I have two toddlers currently and a one-year-old, well, almost two and an almost five-year-old. And, you know, right before I hopped on this call, my, my daughter was calling out. And for me here, I, you know, I'm currently in Taiwan and it's, mm-hmm. you know, 4am in the morning. <laughs> so, um, thank goodness for my husband, cause he hopped in and, and took over, but you know, there's always something that that comes up real life comes in the way in terms of schedules or kids or whatever. So it's for one, making that sacred appointment for yourself. You know, if, if you're going to set aside that hour for yourself, for me, it was in the morning, ideally before the kids woke up because I could get that time in and, and not have interruptions, but it's finding those pockets of time through your day. Um, to, just like, you know, as a CEO, you schedule appointments for, you know, your business meetings and, you know, all of your, your own clients and your, all the different things that you have going on, but do they, you know, as women, do we set back and actually make an appointment for ourselves, you know, to block that time out in the day and treat that as if it were, you know, as important as that meeting that you have at 9am. So first it's putting yourself as a number one priority and blocking out, you know, for me, it was, you know, 45 minutes in the morning at the time, you know, and even now that's, you know, it's those little small pockets of time. When I was single, it it was, you know, I could go to the gym for two hours and I could block that out. But as a parent now, it's those pockets of time look a lot different. And so Mm -hmm. first of all, it's just making yourself a priority um, and setting out those times. And then the accountability piece of holding, holding yourself to that, believing that you're important enough to to have that schedule for yourself. Um, but I also think, you know, like I said, I, I practice what I preach. I think the coach, the coaching piece is a key piece because, you know, as life starts to take over and you get derailed a little bit, which is what I was 
struggling with as well. You know, things would go good for a couple of weeks and then, you know, life takes over and you sort of fall off your routine and then, you know, you beat yourself up for having done that. And then it's kind of this cycle of I do good for a while and then I fall backwards and where having a coach can help keep you on that track with, you know, the regular conversations and, and someone else to, to bounce those ideas off of, of how do I make this shift when, you know, this thing in my life has thrown a loop um, into my schedule or when, you know, your passions change, right? Like, or your, your desires change. Cause as you were saying before, you know, that figuring out, you know, what it is that you desire um, and then why, it, why you desire that. So finding the why behind the why is kind of the key because that's really the driving force. You know, I want to get fit and, and be healthy and lose weight because I want to be able to, you know, run at the park with my kids and have fun and feel good when I wake up in the morning mm-hmm. um, and have good energy, you know, for myself and for my family. Yeah, it would, it's great to look great, you know, in, right. in my clothes as well. But the reasons that we want to do those things, there's more behind that than just, I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said that, you know, you have to make yourself priority and a lot of women have problem doing that, including myself. I remember when I started my business and I've been coached for decades now, um, sometime, um, and I had coaches in my life and I still do. Like you said, accountability is very, very important and hanging out with people that are like-minded and the same mm. that hold you responsible. It just actually works. But just the fact that you said getting up, like, you know, give yourself a 20 minutes in the morning and, and um, making some time for your personal life or professional life is not negotiable. If we can sit down and say to ourselves, hey, this is not negotiable. This is what I want. If you really, really wanted to pursue something, I think that's important to do because I get this question asked a lot. People say, how do you, how do you continue going and, and you don't get tired and you show up every time? And the reason for that is, is that I have so much passion for what I do. And I love the fact that you said you learned a lot from your coaches. You were to me, you were born a coach. So by, by realizing that it's not just physical, it's also emotional. So mindset and having those coaches in your life that got you where you are. And then now you are contributing and giving that training that you got back to the people to help women, to help CEOs to say, Hey, I, I understand you. I know how hard it is to make that commitment that 20 minutes a day, get up in the morning and, you know, mm. meditate or like go for a run or say yes to yourself and, and kind of like say no to your kids and don't feel guilty about it. It is so, so important. So thank you for mentioning that because I know a lot of moms that are listening right now, you know, they, some mom feel guilty because they wanted to do all and they really find the word no you know, a strange thing because they feel guilty about it. If I say no, I'm not a good mother or I'm not a good Mm. wife or I'm not a good daughter, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, it's it's an ongoing journey. Like I said, like the, I struggle with that, you know, even today. Um, But it's continuing to remind yourself that, you know, if you're not at a hundred percent or at your best, then that trickles out into, excuse me, the, you know, into the lives of, of your family and your job and all of that. So, you know, when we fly on an airplane, they always tell you in the emergency, you know, put on your own oxygen mask before you help 
others. And as a mother, you're like, well, no, I need to put my kids oxygen mask on first because mm-hmm. I have to save them first. Right. But if you can't, you know, save yourself, then you're no good for anybody else. Um, so it really is about putting on, you know, your own oxygen mask and making sure you're taking care of yourself, um, which is really hard. Again, it's, it's why we need a village to help us to have people to hold us accountable. You know, you mentioned the the like-minded people, or I like to say like-hearted people, you know, surround yourself with, with people who believe in, in your vision and who believe in what you're, you know, what you're trying to do for yourself. You know, they say that, I mean, I'm a, I'm a a math teacher of 21 years. And so I, I love math. So they, you know, they say that we are the average of the five people that we surround ourselves with. Um, So if we, you know, don't, don't surround ourselves with people who believe in what we're doing, then we kind of fall into that, that negativity um, ourselves, just, you know, the energy, I'm, you know, I know that you're a big believer in, you know, the energy of, of the universe and of around us, right? The energy that we yes. put out is what we bring in. And that piece is so important. Um, and the more that I, you know, get into my own personal development and also study and learn about that inner game, which energy is a big piece of it, right? The belief mm-hmm. in ourselves and how we exude that goes out into our world. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, but I'm, yeah. I'm, um, I'm happy that, um, I mean, lately, especially after pandemic, um, mm. a lot of people actually sat back and they um, reflect on themselves and realize that, okay, you know, the world is quieting down. It's not, you know, we're, we're, we're home, we're spending fam- time with family or with our uh, partners, and they realize a lot about themselves. See, back in the days, and I'm old, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're not old, Val. You're, you're back wise. In, back in the days, <laughs> a lot of that, you know, women didn't really have a lot of, a lot of rights, or even for themselves, mm. and I'm not talking about an outside, but just within ourselves, we yeah. were just grow you know we were taught to grow up and do the right thing be the right good girl get married have kids be the good wife have children be a good mother and all of that and i'm glad that lately um especially after pandemic a lot of women realizing that okay there's more to me there's more to me just being a mom or being an entrepreneur or being a wife or being anything else so um and this uh my the reason i created this podcast is that i said real talk with coach malone is that I ask questions that people are thinking about it, but they're afraid to come out and say it. You know, I feel this way. Like, you know, um, I don't like being a mom. And I always, I always laugh. Uh, I had a, I had this amazing coach and she's like, I don't, you know, for the longest time, I didn't like to be a mom and I couldn't say it because I feel guilty if I did. It was <laughs> annoying. And, and now we have more voice to actually speak about that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just because you're saying yeah. that, you know, having a kids is too much. It's a lot. Like you said, to take a village to raise a kids or take a village to, to take care of yourself, your health, your relationship, your career. There's nothing wrong with saying it and feeling it and showing vulnerability and, and like, you know, I'm Absolutely. doing my goddamn best today. I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> right. You know, like I'm doing my best, like at four o'clock in the morning, I'm getting up for this podcast, but <laughs> God damn it. I wish I didn't. And, and, and that's what we have to bring out to women that is to speak freely and be, that's what it means to be authentic. That's what it means to say, Hey, listen, you want to be an entrepreneur, you're a mother and you're a wife and you decide to pursue patient. Let me tell you something. Ain't going to be easy. Ain't going to be easy, Yeah, but it's doable. And 
I love that the fact that you said that it's important to have a coach. And now people are getting more and more used to having a coach for almost everything, relationship coach or nutrition coach, or that, because they know that I have to surround myself with people, like-minded people, someone that can tell me they're not better than me. They're just a little step ahead of me. They've mm-hmm. done it and, and they can show me the ways of how I can actually pursue my passion. So for that reason, I'm going to go to the next thing. You coach these women. Now, tell us a little bit about your services. I know you do one-on-one coaching. You, how does that work? Like if somebody wants to work with you, how would that work? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I offer one-on-one coaching. Um, it's, you know, I have a three-month program and a six-month program. And so it would be, you know, coaching, meeting with me twice a month. And then in between there, there would be, you know, I have a, a program on Kajabi that would have educational information, you know, with videos and kind of journaling prompts and those sort of things to get you thinking and, and kind of growing in your own inner game mindset and, and things like that in between our sessions. Cause then the, give us things to think about and talk about in the sessions. I actually actually had an opportunity to not to cut you off. I actually had an opportunity to look at your program and I love what you have. Um, The way that I like your program is that you have three months and six months. And for those women out there that are listening and saying that, oh, on top of everything else that I do, I don't know if I'm going to have a time to commit myself to something like that. But I know that you have a three months and say, hey, listen, sign up for three months, work with me get your priority right. Let's work out with your mindset. Let's get you to that path. And if from there on, if you can do it, that's fine. If not, then you offer them a six months program that they can go further with you, which is, you know, so much, so amazing. Because if I start with you and say, okay, um, coach, coach Rafa, I got this. Um, thank you for guiding me to this path of my passion that I have. And from here I can get it. Or I can say, well, I didn't know that I needed you. Now that I'm with you, I need more coaching. So either way, you're giving those those two options to come to you for them to work with you. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I highly recommend those CEOs and moms and women that are sitting home and listening to this right now. Um, that she's an amazing coach. And, and if you're having a passion and if you're having a purpose and if you're a mom that you left your CEO job, you left your high paying job to raise kids. And all of a sudden now you're realizing that, you know what, I wanted to start my own business or I wanted to go back to work. I don't know how that works. And that fear comes in to work with you to hire you. So you can kind of direct them on how to start because it's scary to go from, you know, giving up a job, being a mom, staying home, and then all of a sudden going back to work or being at work. And then all of a sudden decided that I don't want to do this work. I want to start my own business. Am I correct in that area? Yeah. The, you know, it's, it, it is all about deciding what it is that you want to do. And I, you know, I'm a big believer in the, um, helping people go from the, I want this, but to, uh, I want this and right. To a right. Yes. And to say yes to this. And I'm going to then step into it. Like you were saying, we can be, you know, if, if I've, left my job, you know, to become a mom and I want to get back into that or pursue something else, you know, well, you can do both, right? You could be a mom and, you know, be a a professional woman. You can, you know, have, 
have this life of with your kids and be fit and healthy. You know, you can have it all if you desire it. If you have, you know, the structure and and a plan. I think everything is all about of ha- having a plan. You know, a plan without um, or what is it? A goal without a plan is just a wish. Yeah. You know, like you you yeah. have to yeah. you have to have a plan um, in place and. You know, that's what I'm, I'm here for to help, you know, my, my program has, you know, it's individual for each, each client, but the structure of it is, or the foundation of it is all the same, you know, to have the three components, which is the right system, the right support and the right accountability. Um, You know, so together we, we build, build that system and the plan. And then obviously I'm, I'm the cheerleader. I'm the one that's there helping, helping believe in in you a hundred percent that, you know, when you come to me all out of sorts and feeling like, you know, I've just fell off the wagon in all parts of, of our plan. You know, I hold that vision for my clients that, yep, you know, we fall off track, we have a blip, but we can, we can jump back on it because I mean, that's all about life, right? Nothing goes perfect every, every day. I mean, right now my kids are screaming in the background at 4 30 in the morning yeah you know yep. like my poor husband god bless him he's <laughs> he's amazing um so if yep. you hear kids screaming you know it's it right. happens to all of us you know on a daily basis and it's Absolutely. a matter of of yeah. you know just like steering a ship at sea it's it's a matter of rerouting and and finding your compass and getting back on track yeah um and that's what your coach is there to help you do me well, you're no. literally a living example of that. And like I said in the, in the in the beginning, we said that you're being, you know, you're being a mom, being a CEO, being an entrepreneur, being uh, traveling. More importantly, you traveled and 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 being a teacher. There's a lot of things that you have done in your life and mm-hmm. then decided to become a coach. So you this is why I brought you um, and I wanted to talk to you and I want listeners to listen to you because it's doable and we bring amazing people like yourself that are give us a tool, strategy, advice, and tell story of their lives. Hey, like I was you one time, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of time, um, women always want to show bravery that I got it. You know, I can do this. Yes, I got it. I got it. We, we, even if we can't do it, we just want to say, I got it. And there's a time that you can say to yourself, Hey, it's okay. I, I can do it all by myself. You know, I don't have to do it all by myself. So like you said, God bless your husband is helping you right now. And even though the kids are screaming, they're like, no, it's my time. I'm doing a little scream. If you can hear the scream in the background, those are my kids. But God damn it, I'm here, right? <laughs> yeah, <And> exactly. <laughs> that's what we need to know. And that's what woman needs to hear. And that's what woman needs to support uh, one another and say, it's okay. It's okay to have those little glitches. It's okay to fall down. But we're here to pick you up. We are here to tell you it's been done before. We're here to say that it's not going to be easy, but it's definitely doable. And that's what you teach your clients. Yeah. Right. Right. So how can they find you on Instagram? What is your Instagram uh, handle? Because uh, after this episode, I'm sure a lot of people are going to look for you and wanted to know who you are. So how can we find you? Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram um, at coach Rofo underscore health life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so before I let you go, uh, and I hear you lovely kids, um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, before I let you go, if you would have a one advice to a person that you used to be and 
you know, decide to change and where you are right now, what would that advice be? Well, pretty much the name of my company, right? Just get up and go for it. This is our life. Mm-hmm. Why are we not living it to our full potential? So, you know, the, the name of my company is get up and go with coach Rofo. And because that's what I believe, you know, it's let's get up and go and get up and go together. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, this is what coach Rofo is saying, get up and go. Don't worry about too much. Don't, you're not going to have it all figured out, but just find her, follow her and hire her to help you achieve those dreams that you have. And we all know it's possible. Coach Rafa, thank you so much for being here with us and we hope to have you again. This will be published and then once it's published, the listener will listen to this and they will have more questions and I'm hoping to bring you back soon. Great, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure.